Binge Eating Dietitian podcast. My name is Jo. I am a registered dietitian and I'm here to smash the taboo of binge eating. And in today's episode, I am following on the support series. This is a six-part series dedicated to helping you support a loved one who is going through binge eating. Let me tell you that especially in the realm of eating disorders, family members and friends are often regarded as being the second victims because not only does their loved one's eating disorder incredibly impact their own lives, but they don't always get any help or support from professionals like the person who is struggling with the eating disorder. So I just want to say, if you are supporting somebody through binge eating right now, I see you. And on behalf of your loved one, thank you for taking such an interest Thank you for listening to these episodes. Thank you for wanting to learn more about eating disorders and binge eating. Binge eating disorder has only been an official diagnosis since 2013, which, okay, sounds like it's a while ago now, but in the medical world, eight years is nothing. It's not long enough for proper services to be available. It's not long enough for more research or more dedicated therapies to be established. So if this support series helps even one person out there to better support a loved one through binge eating, then my work here is done. It was worth putting the series together. Because of course, not only is binge eating such a a taboo subject for the person who is experiencing it, but for family members and friends, it's incredibly hard to find connection and community with anybody else who is also supporting a loved one through binge eating. Anyway, let me introduce today's episode. So today I want to give you some advice and tips for what to say and what to do if you walk in on your loved one binge eating or if you catch them by surprise during a binge or I guess you could say if you catch them binge eating even though just on that note you're not catching them doing anything because binge eating is just eating it's not a crime. This is a really tricky situation for both of you, for the person who is binge eating and for the person who has walked in. Before I get into it, you have to understand how all eating disorders and definitely binge eating, it thrives in isolation. That's the only environment that it can grow, that it can survive, that it can suck all the energy out of your loved one. Every single person that I've worked with for binge eating will tell you that they never binge when they're with anybody else. It simply doesn't happen. And if their loved one was to know about it, if they were to find out about their eating habits, they would be shocked. They would not be able to comprehend it because in most cases, it's loved ones who live with them that don't even know what's going on when they're in bed or when they're at work. As we know, there is so much shame and guilt and remorse attached to every single episode of binging. So that is a lot emotionally for your loved one to be going through every time that they binge. If they were to binge in somebody else's company or somebody else was to walk in on them binging, the shame and the guilt would be inconceivable. Before I jump into my tips and advice for what to say and what to do if you walk in on somebody binge eating, just want to give my usual disclaimer. It is for the best not to take any healthcare advice from a podcast. This is not a substitute for one-to-one individualized support from your doctor, your nurse, or your dietitian. 
And just on that note, just so you know that you can talk to your doctor or your nurse or even your dietitian if you have one about supporting your loved one through binge eating. It's an incredibly distressing thing to have a loved one, a family member or a friend who is going through an eating disorder. So if you feel that your mental health or your physical health is being impacted by it, then don't be afraid to talk about it with a healthcare professional. Okie dokie, let's get into this. Here are four pieces of advice, what to say and what to do if you walk in on your loved one binge eating. The first thing I would like you to do is to ignore the mess ignore the wrappers, actually just ignore that food was involved in this situation or is still involved in this situation at all. Instead, I want you to imagine that you have walked in on your loved one in floods of tears. You've walked in on them crying, which by the way, just to to prepare you, that may be the case. Often people do cry as they're binging. Anyway, in this situation, you just walked in on them and it's clear that there is food involved in this situation, maybe because there's lots of wrappers or they're actively eating a large quantity of food. I want you, and I know this is going to be difficult in the moment, but I want you to just imagine that the food is not an issue here. What you've walked in on is an emotional situation. It's a time when they are upset, when they are crying. And allow your reaction to be based on that instead of the food. This is not the time to talk about food, weight, shape, or body. I think I've got that message across quite a bit in the last few weeks. Consider it this way. The food that they're eating or have eaten in this occasion is not the biggest deal right now. It's not the most important thing. The most important thing is that they are having a very emotional situation right now. And as a loved one, that's where you're going to be able to help them the most is to help to soothe some of those really challenging emotions that they're that they're feeling. So if you can, and I know it's going to be difficult, but just to prepare you in advance, if you can try your best to ignore the mess, ignore the wrappers, ignore what any food is there. Try to not let your eyes wander to the food too much or to overly fixate on it and definitely don't stare at it. Instead, help them out like this is just any kind of emotional crisis. Ask appropriate questions as if you've just walked in on them crying. So like, hey, what's happening? What's going on? You're really upset. Did something happen today? This is going to really help your loved one to feel reassured that what they have eaten doesn't matter. What matters is the big picture. So focus on the overall emotional state of your loved one and not on the food itself. The second thing I would like you to do is to focus on offering compassion right now. So compassion is aimed at alleviating suffering. It's the impulse to help. It's an active feeling of concern, the palpable instinct to care for those who are struggling. You can show compassion by offering kindness. So offering kind words such as, I can really recognize that you're in pain here, or I'm so sorry that you're going through this. Or you can show compassion by sitting down with them and just encouraging them to talk. Go back to the episode I did about the importance of listening. Listening is a therapy in itself. And in situations like this, where your loved one may be feeling extremely ashamed 
the best thing that you can do is to sit back and just try to garner some understanding of their experience, both right now and with binge eating in general. The third thing that I would like you to do, if it's appropriate, if you have this kind of relationship with this loved one, is to offer some kind of physical touch. So whether it's just a hug or a cuddle on the couch or even just putting your hand on their leg or arm, again, if it's appropriate, if you have this kind of close relationship with this loved one. Physical touch is great because it's a non-verbal way of showing that you care and reassuring your loved one that you don't care about what they've eaten. You couldn't care less. You are not repulsed by them. You are not turned off by them. You don't view them as being a bad person just because you've walked in on them in an uncontrollable state with food. Please do ask for consent beforehand and take their lead on this. And I I say that because people with eating disorders, including binge eating, can feel incredibly self-conscious about their bodies, especially in the acute phase just after a binge. They are likely feeling bloated, feeling very full. Their abdomen may be noticeably distended and they may refuse physical touch because they don't want any more attention to be drawn to that. A back rub, a shoulder rub or a foot massage can be useful in these situations that your loved one is feeling particularly self-conscious about their stomach and their abdominal area as it offers that soothing motion but without it being centered on the part of their body that they're understandably feeling most self-conscious of. And lastly, The last thing I would like you to do is to do your best to get some indication of what lies ahead in the future now. I'm assuming that you had no idea that your loved one was struggling with binge eating before you walked in on them actively binging. And they probably weren't planning on telling you and certainly weren't planning on having you find out in the way that you did. Please let it be known that there is no right or wrong way for your loved one to respond in this situation. It is okay if when you walk in, they scream at you, they shout at you, they ask you why you're home early and then run into their room and slam the door and don't want to speak to you anymore. Or it's okay if they just try to shuffle the wrappers away and pretend like you didn't walk in on anything. There was nothing going on. There is no correct way to respond to somebody walking in on you binge eating. I know it's frustrating, but you do have to respect the way that they have chosen to react. Don't be surprised if they don't want to speak to you, if they don't want to sit down with you, if they don't want shoulder rubs or back rubs or a hug. They are just in shock that somebody has actually walked in on them binging, which is a behavior that they are so used to doing in secret. You are going to have to judge this one for yourself, but If they are open to talking with you and you have had an opportunity to sit down and listen and talk to them, then it may be a good idea to get an indication of where their head is at now in regards to the future. Try to ascertain what your role is now in their binge eating. You could ask them, what can I do to help in the future? What can I do to support you through this? Is there anything you would like me to do with the food? Do you want me to do the food shopping? Do you want me to cook and prepare the meals? 
would it be helpful if I didn't talk about my diet or me trying to be good with food and not eat sweets and chocolate and things? Would that be helpful? And on that note, if you've listened to my podcast in the past, you'll know that binge eating is often triggered by being on a diet. So being in a place of food restriction, food deprivation, perhaps your loved one was trying to lose weight and you walked in on them having a binge on sweets and chocolate and crisps, things that are not on their diet plan. It is very likely that your loved one is going to want to make a plan to go back to their diet after this episode of binge eating, especially because they feel even more powerless, more hopeless now because somebody has witnessed them doing the thing that they vowed they would never let anybody see them do. They're going to try and be even more perfect at the diet, going to try to still meet those weight loss goals. It goes without saying that please don't encourage them to do this. Don't say things like, oh, you can start again tomorrow or, you know, one binge isn't going to ruin your diet. You're still going to lose weight. If you can, use your compassionate, gentle language to guide them to another alternative. So you're not telling them that this is how they should react and this is what they should do next. You're simply offering the suggestion that they don't have to go back to the really strict diet. They don't have to go back to meal prep and calorie counting and weighing themselves every day and weighing out all the foods that they eat, that there is another option. They can choose to focus on recovery from binge eating. They can choose to focus on a life without diets, a life without restriction and a life without deprivation. So if you can, try to get a sense of what they're planning on doing next if another restrictive diet is coming and plant some seeds that they don't automatically have to do that, that you will still love the bones off them no matter how they look or what they eat. Look, this situation may never happen to you. You may never walk in on a loved one who's binge eating because binge eaters get really crafty with keeping their binges secret. But I wanted you to have this information anyway, just to be prepared, just in case. If it did happen and you did walk in on a loved one who is binge eating, and you responded in a completely different way, please know that that is okay too. Like all this work, like everything to do with binge eating, like everything to do with eating disorders, there is no right or wrong way to behave, either as the person who is struggling or as the loved one. We are all doing our best. And as I said at the beginning, by the very fact that you are listening to this podcast is you are taking an active interest in the life of somebody else. There's obviously somebody that you're worried about, somebody that you suspect might be binging and you want to arm yourself with as much information as possible. To run through the points that we've covered again today, the first one is to treat it as if you have walked in on your loved one crying and not actually binging. Do your best to ignore the food, ignore the wrappers, ignore the mess. The second point is to show compassion through kind language, through sitting down with them, through listening. Third is to, if it's appropriate, offer some physical touch. And I recommend, well, anything, whatever feels good to you and to your loved one. But a back rub or a foot rub can be particularly non-threatening in this occasion. 
And then lastly, if you can, there's no pressure, but see if you can get an idea of what their plan is for the future. Are they happy to talk to you about their binge eating now? Is this something that is out in the open? And what are they planning on doing in regards to their eating? Are they going to be going back on their diet or are they more open to another way of doing things? Are they more open to focusing on recovering from their binge eating? All right, we covered a lot today. Thank you so much for listening. Next week will be the final episode of the support series. If you have any suggestions for what I should cover, please do let me know. Drop me an email, joe at antidietanswers.com. I have some ideas for it, but I would love to hear your thoughts. All right, I will see you in the next episode, but until then, take care of yourself.